Welcome to another QCPC. QCPC. QC. I'm sorry, I'm always used to that. Uh, in the room with us today, we got Bob G. White and Matthew Wally, product sales managers. Product sales managers from the future. We might be the product sales managers of the future, or today, or of all time. I don't know. Time will tell. <laughs> so, Matt, we're finally getting around to doing this quick coupling podcast. Do you feel cool about this? I do. You know what it makes me feel like? I think we need to start out with something different. Guys- Change it up a little bit. Add something. How about we start with a song? Yes, a song. Quick fit, get your quick fit. It's the cleaner, faster, safer way. So today uh, we're going to be playing a live recording uh, that I had the opportunity to do a couple months ago in front of a crowd and focused on the quick fit oil change system. So really this is kind of like a, a podcast inside a podcast. It's all inception, like it's crazy. I'm going to go a little bit about the market. It's a little bit unique um, from a lot of the customers that you talk to right now, but it's applicable to almost all of them. And then just go into the system, what it is, some of the value proposition, um, as well as some of the installation guides. So to start off, you're typically calling on pneumatic customers, hydraulic. Uh, what we're talking about is just a little bit different. You're typically not going into your customers probably and talking about, hey, are you changing your engine oil? So your customers are doing that. You're always talking to them about their maintenance, their preventative maintenance, especially when you're talking about Node and other products like that, trying to see if they have any kind of schedule. Well, an oil change is a large part of that as well. That's probably something that you haven't been talking to them about. So I just wanted to highlight some of those benefits and the variables. So it is a very important thing. I mean, right now you're changing your engine oil on your car whenever um, the light comes on or you follow your maintenance schedule of how many miles or the time frame, but there are a lot of things going into that of why you're changing that. There's all the benefits of making sure your engine is lubricated so your engine doesn't, uh, so it operates efficiently and doesn't wear out too soon. This changes on all your customers. Um, you'll have some, if you're a transportation customer or any kind of delivery, they're going a designated route. They know what they face. They're on the road all the time. Um, so they don't aren't concerned as much about a bunch of debris and temperature changes unless you're in uh, Minnesota. But otherwise, they can put a standard preventative maintenance schedule. They change it every 500 hours, um, 5,000 miles, maybe something like that, and they're changing that. A lot of your customers that you're working with, if you're looking at rental yards or anything, they're going out on the job site. There's a lot of debris. They could have large uh, temperature fluctuations. All that affects how long of engine oil life that they're going to get. Um, if uh, you're reaching those high temperatures or you get a lot of debris into your engine oil, that could damage your components. Um, be very costly when you're doing that um, if anything fails. Uh, you have that downtime and then all that replacement. So it is very important. It's something that most maintenance managers um, are heavily focused on because it could be cost saver for them if they have a good schedule in place um, and very costly for them if they're not adhering to that kind of schedule. A lot of these circumstances it's very cramped if they're changing an engine oil um, out in the field. They have to rig something up to make it work. A lot of it can be unsafe if anyone's changed a filter. Um, it's typically full of oil and if it's right after that engine's been running it can be over 200 degrees. Very hot, doesn't feel very good when it's sliding down your hand. 
Um, but that's a safety concern that everyone, for the most part, just accepts. That is what you're doing when you're changing that filter. It's filled to the brim with oil. It can be a slow process. Um, I always like to joke about this one until uh, about three weeks ago. I found some customers do this, but your customers typically aren't going to just watch it gravity feed, but it does take a long process. Um, some people will install a hose and just watch that gravity drain, so it takes some time. They typically don't waste time and actually watch it, um, but I just ran into a maintenance manager that says he wants all of his technicians to literally sit there and watch it because they're looking for debris. Um, so, but it is a slow process, a long process. Um, multiple personnel, a lot of times you do have to have a couple people there, not just for the safety concerns, if they're crawling into the machine or underneath it, um, but just some of the general functions that they have to do if they do have to hold up a drip pan. Fills, I don't know if anyone has seen someone doing an oil change, what they'll typically do when they're put, before they put that filter back on, they fill up, they pre-fill that filter. That's what the engine manufacturers recommend um, to have some oil in it before the equipment's ran. Sometimes there's a different port and we'll go into that. Um, but if someone is changing or putting um, the oil in there before they install it, what they're usually doing is putting it right in the middle. And that's where the clean oil is. So you have potential for contaminants as soon as you put a new filter on. So with all that, um, we're hoping to be able, that's kind of the market that we're into right now. And also I know when everyone's doing an oil change um, or anytime you buy a new piece of equipment or a new toy to play with, you read the manual and follow it, uh, strictly adhere to all the rules. Um, but this is just an important thing to note. So this is an example from uh, some Perkins engines. So this is what they're actually recommending for your oil change process. So they say, do not drain the oil when the engine is cold. So you get less of the contaminants out if that oil is cold. Everything can kind of sit to the bottom of that oil pan, and you don't, when you're just gravity draining that out, you don't get all that contaminants out. So they recommend, hey, change the engine oil when it's warm or when it's hot right after the equipment's ran. That's when you're going to get the fullest um, oil change and get all those contaminants. But as I said before, that oil engine can be up to 200 degrees. So they're recommending to change it hot, but with that, there's a lot of safety concerns. You're dealing with some very hot liquid. Um, burns don't feel very good. Second one, do not fill the oil filters with oil before installing them. So again, that's common practice right now, pour it in the inside, um, clean side of the filter. But they're recommending do not do that. So they will have a port to pre-fill that, but it's just another step. So you have some customers that will not adhere to that. They'll pre-fill it, screw it on. Um, you have additional uh, opportunity of spills, but also that contamination that could be affected. Um, and then you're just not adhering to what they recommend to get the longest life of your engine, they're not following those rules. And then the third one, start the engine and run it at low idle for a couple minutes. Uh, this ranges from the two minutes up to 15 minutes sometimes, and that's just to pre-lube the system, get everything ready before you're actually running the piece of equipment, just for the safety of the equipment, um, so you don't have a dry start to pressurize the entire system. So these are just a couple points that come from manufacturers, uh, engine manufacturers, and equipment manufacturers, um, manuals of how to efficiently take care of your system. So with that, there's a lot of steps, a lot of risk for contamination and safety concerns. And then we also have in the industry, um, everyone's trying to get longer intervals. Everyone's trying to extend 
how long it takes before they have to actually change their engine oil and do other maintenance, because that's a cost savings. That's a cost savings. If they could extend it another 5, 10, 15 hours, they can save a little bit of money. That's one less oil change a year, for depending on the equipment. So it's a big cost savings. So they're trying to get longer intervals. <coughs> you have companies like Caterpillar. They have their SOS group. Um, they're taking oil samples, and they'll work with specific customers. If you want to say, hey, I have this cat piece of equipment, I want to be able to extend the time of doing oil change. I don't think I need it here to your 500 hours. So their SOS group will go out, they'll look at their application, they'll test the oil um, on certain intervals and determine, hey, this would be your range that you could extend it or you should actually do oil changes much more frequently than you are. So there's a big investment in that. The longer you can go without an oil change, the more money you can save on um, all your consumables, on your filters, and just some labor involved with that in downtime. Uh, you also have, so John Deere, so they just released this in February. So it's not in competition in Quick Fit. It's a different market that we're going after. This is for the consumer uh, lawnmowers, but it's to highlight that they understand that people want a quicker oil change. There, there's a lot of steps involved with that, um, but the easier you can make it, the more likely someone's going to do it. And the equipment manufacturers understand that for their equipment to last the longest and less complaints from the consumers, they need to make it as easy as possible to do the correct maintenance for that. So John Deere just has one. It's a whole, there's a filter and oil in there. They just take that out and replace it with a new one. So making it a lot easier, but they understand that this is where the market is going. This is what people are interested in. So that's when we come up with our solution. Boom, quick bit system, there we go. So this is what the quick bit system is. It all is centered around the quick bit valve. So this is our CVST-500-QF. So it's the heart of the system. It's an integrated two check valves. And then it's our FEM nipple, made to the ISO 16028 standard. And so very easy. Um, uh, to connect to this, and this is your one connection point. So you're installing this on every piece of equipment that you want to use the quick fit system with. And once you install it, I'll go into more detail on the kit, but once you install it, what you're actually doing is you're first purging the filter. You're first purging the filter, so you put in your clean compressed air. Um, most of the shops or that loop truck that are going out doing oil changes and maintenance of some kind of compressor or clean air supply. So what you're doing when you're purging the filter, you're actually um, connecting your FEM coupler, a half inch coupler to the quick fit valve. And you're putting that compressed air in there from 10 to 20 seconds, depending on the size of the filter um, and the engine. And you're pushing all that oil from the filter. You'll just have about an inch or so left. So this way you can adhere to that, what that manual says. You're changing that equipment oil right after it's ran, so it's 200 degrees. You don't have to worry about touching it. You purge the filter, pushes all that oil from the filter, different oil galleys, pushing all down to the oil sump, so you're getting a full, fuller oil change. Move to the second step, you're evacuating the oil. So again, same connection point. Disconnect the air supply, put a suction pump, so you do need a, some type of off-board diaphragm pump, um, some kind of suction pump. 
you connect that up with your hose reel, put it to your final waste containment, and it's actually taking all that oil, you pushed all of it through to the oil sump, now you're evacuating directly um, with suction from the oil sump to your final waste containment. So you don't have to touch the oil 200 degrees, and much safer, less risk of spills. You don't have any oil pan anymore, or only uh, oil drip pan. You have less wipes and rags, less cleanup involved with that. Then the third step, so, uh, and then while you're evacuating the oil, just change the filter. Um, you're installing that filter without any kind of pre-fill. You can put a little oil on the uh, gasket and then install it, but you don't have to put any oil in there. Then you're refilling the oil. Again, same connection point through the quick fit valve. And you're refilling that through the filter. So you're gonna get all that pressurized system. You don't have to worry about cranking the engine and worrying about a dry start. You don't have to pre-fill that filter because we'll, we'll uh, refill it through the whole process. So it lubricates the system, pressurizes the system, and your equipment's ready to go as soon as you're done with the oil change. You disconnect, put the cap back on, and you're good to go. So you don't have all those um, risk of contamination with all the different ports. You, the only thing you're changing then is the filter. You don't have to use the fill port while you're refilling it. Typically your customers will have some sort of nozzle and they understand how much they want to put in there. So you're just looking at that dipstick um, as you're refilling. So with all those and that system, the three kind of benefit categories that we'll talk about um, that we've kind of mentioned before, focus on productivity, the safety, and environmental issues. So this will all vary depending on your customer um, as you have those conversations with your customers. Again, this, there's a lot of the markets and current customers that you're already talking to that can utilize this. They're doing oil changes. So just be mindful, are they someone that is really concerned about waste and spill? Are they always working out on the job site uh, to rent a yard or um, any kind of construction? and they can't have any spills, but they don't want to bring the equipment back to the shop to do the oil change. You can focus on the environmental. Safety, that's been a big one. Uh, we've installed a few down in some quarries in Texas, and the safety manager saw it, and that's why they're going to convert the fleet, because they're concerned about safety. They don't want their guys crawling underneath the machine. If they're out at, um, pretty uh, far away, those quarries, um, not really close to a hospital, can't get injured, so anything they can do to be ergonomical um, and just safety of their technicians. And then productivity, uh, just losing less consumables, less tools and everything you need to go and get, the drip pans and wipes and rags, and just lowers your operating costs and reduces the variability since this is a standard solution no matter what piece of equipment you have, what type it is, once you install the quick fit system, that's the whole process you have, those three easy steps. And this is what the system is. Again, the quick fit valve, that's the heart of the system. And then essentially everything else, stuff you probably have on your shelf already. So you've got suction hose and fittings and your pressure hose and fittings. For these systems, it's typically been using Parker push lock hose. Um, you can use whatever your customer has. If your customer is buying 187 or 387, you can certainly use that. Um, this is low pressure, so not necessary. But if your customer's already buying it, all you have to sell them is the quick fit valve. They already have the hose. And then there's also a check valve, just a soft seat check valve. And what this is used for is just to ensure that when the engine is running, all that pressure stays in the engine. You don't want to pressurize the rest of the quick fit system. 
when it's not in use. So that check valve just ensures that all that flow, all that pressure stays into the engine. And then I'll go into detail here about, so this is where you're plumbing into the unfiltered port. So if they have a port, you're just putting that adapter and then a check valve right into that port and you're good to go. But we also have an adapter ring that I'll show a little bit about, um, just giving you access, essentially a spacer, giving you that actual extra port. And then you plumb into the oil pan and that's the entire system. So there's a few components that you get from QCD. The rest are items that you already have. Um, so again, the three main components, everything else, push lock, something that you're familiar with. Uh, when you're routing it, just ensure you are focused on what does the customer do. When they're doing the maintenance, they always want to check the dipstick and they're removing and replacing the filter. So try and install the quick fit valve around where the filter is. Again, you're trying to make it a much easier process for them. So as quick or as easy as you can mount the quick fit valve so they can get to it on that ergonomic um, location, the better. An important thing to note, so you do need to install the quick fit system that kit, um, the valve, the hose, and check valve on every piece of equipment that wants to utilize this. But then in order to use it, they do need a few different components. Um, you can use anyone um, if you have any relationship with SCAF, Lincoln Lube, anyone else that has diaphragm pumps um, and any kind of refill pump. Most shops will have a compressor, they'll have a refill pump, they're already using that to refill their oil. Um, might just need a longer hose. But then you do need to connect all these, um, so the compressor, the refill, and the suction pump, and that line, you need to just put half-inch FEM coupler on all those, because they do need to be able to connect to the valve. But essentially, once you do that, the shop or the truck is ready to go. But it is important to note that you do need other systems in order to actually use the system. So, because um, it is, uh, it's not gravity fed, you're using, um, or gravity drain, you are using that suction pump, and then you need something to refill. So there are different components. Um, we have suggestions of what pumps have been used in the past, but certainly anyone that you want to use, uh, you can use that. Hey, there's a lot of engines out there, there's a lot of different port options. How do we know? Um, which one, based on the engine, uh, what we need to use. So we do have uh, installation guides. We have about 650, close to 700 now uh, for that. And it seems like a big number, but uh, I'm seeing about five new ones every single day. Just trying to make it a little bit easier for you to quote and work with your customer, because um, we are not selling any kits. We still, we're selling components. Uh, we figured you didn't want to buy your hose from us. Um, but so you'd be building the kits. But we want to make sure that it's a lot easier for you to build those kits. So um, to get to the equipment portal, it's on PH Connect. Uh, we'll also send out the link when um, we send everything else for you to download. But you can get to it on PH Connect, add it to your home page. And the username is Parker QF with a capital P, Q, and F, Parker QuickFit. And then the password is distributor with a capital P. So it's the same access for everyone, it's just giving you that access to the equipment portal. So you can go on to that now, it's live. And what that'll give you, you'll pick your make and model of equipment, and if it is available, it'll give you what that schematic looks like, and then the part description. It'll give you that bill of material. So you're able to download the schematic, 
bill of material at this time doesn't download. Um, but a thing to note here, any of the part numbers that start with a QF, um, there's been some programming things, so there's a couple odd ones that you'll see. We try and put some pretty good descriptions, but double wall box will still show up there. You don't, you aren't buying a box from us. It's not one that we offer, but due to the system, we had to put something in there. Um, but for the most part, besides bolts and a box, any of the part numbers with a QF, you can buy from us. So the Parker Quick Fit price list um, is available, has 250 items on there. There's a lot of things because they are also custom. But anything with the QF you can get from QCD. The other part numbers are adapters. You've got some hose, um, and all that will be bought from the respective divisions. Otherwise, if it's not on the bill of material, the equipment portal, uh, you can come to us and we can try and help you out. But also, you can build your own kit. You can work with your customer on what kind of hose um, they want to use for this. Some need a high temp option. They don't want to use just regular push lock. What you need uh, when you're working with your customer then is you know the quick fit valve and you use the soft seat check valve, the QF101328-8 um, male MPT to female MPT. You've got a dash 8 for the pressure side, dash 10 for the suction, and then you put the hose and um, adapters, however they need to route that on that equipment. And then what you need is, hey, do they have that unfiltered oil port? I'll show a little bit how to identify that. But hey, do you have access to the unfiltered um, side of the filter? Can we plumb into there? And then you find whatever that thread is, and you put in an adapter and the check valve. And then you need to find what's that oil um, drain port. What is that uh, thread type? And then get a 90 or a banjo. Um, depending on the application, some really need that flush with the oil pan, so you're using a banjo. We do have a couple options, um, some metric options you can get. Then otherwise, once you determine those two things, you put uh, however much hose you need, and then you built a kit. So it can be very custom. It works on every engine. Um, doesn't have to just be engine oil. Some use it for their hydraulic reservoirs. So anything you're changing out and you want speed, consistency, and a standard option, you can use the quick fit system. And then next thing is just finding out what that um, drain plug is what that thread is that's pretty easy to find online or your customer will already know that because they probably had to replace it once or twice um, this is also a, a good time to know when you're talking to a customer this could be a big driver for them to want to go to that system again a lot of customers are putting in evacuation hoses because if you talk to any customer and they've ever cross-threaded their oil pan it's very expensive to replace that um, so if they can eliminate that risk um, great idea to uh, switch to the quick fit because you never are messing with that anymore. So I'm just going to go into what to look for, what kind of customers um, you should focus on, and what kind of questions to ask. So it'd be great if they have general maintenance shop because then you know they're already set up with that refill pump. They've got the compressor. They're set up with hose reels hanging down there. Um, if they have multiple types of equipment, standard option, it's going to be a big benefit for them. So a good thing to look out for. When you're talking to someone about quick fit, it's going to vary on what you want to focus on. Again, it'll depend on the relationship with your customer and what their metrics are, what's important to them. But also, when you're talking to the owner, they're going to be concerned about what's their ROI, what kind of return, how long is it going to take me to pay for this kit. 
Um, these kits can be are in the hundreds of dollars for them, so it is an investment. It's a capital expense for them. It's something that they are investing into their piece of equipment, into their company. So what's my return on that? Um, we'll go into the value proposition we have for that. The equipment manager, they're gonna be concerned about uptime. They're graded on um, how much of my equipment out there, when is it earning revenue for me? When is it running, when it's operating? Don't want any of that downtime. Um, is there any maintenance that we have to do, all that cost that's going into that? That is what they're graded on. Anything they can do to reduce that is a benefit to them. And the technician, a lot of them really enjoy doing oil change. <laughs> Spends an hour of their day to drain the oil, replace it. They enjoy doing that. So for them, you might want to talk about just the ease of use. It's a lot easier for you um, and the safety aspects. Many of them have had to deal with the hot oil or they hate crawling into that generator because it's just miserable to get in there, then that's what you want to highlight is now it's a much easier and safer process for you. So this is available on PH Connect. I don't think you have to set up an account if you have a PH Connect ID, um, you can utilize this. But it's our value proposition to build out, well, what is the value of this system or specific part um, as far as the whole uh, Parker system. But we do have one specific for quick fit. We do understand this isn't something that they're replacing. It's not like they have a quick fit system already and you're just replacing it with the Parker version. This is something that is an investment for them. So it's, under, it's important to be able to show them what that value is for them. There's a few different questions about um, what their labor cost is, how long does it take to do an oil change. Um, a lot of these are just estimates. We do have a whole training focused on the whole value proposition, so this is the only slide of it um, talking about today. If you have any questions on how to use it, let me know, we can go over that. But essentially, this is giving you the average cost per oil event, how many hours it's saving, and then if you're looking at how long, um, what kind of payback period they want, it'll show them how much they're saving using the quick fit system. So the big number that most people are concerned about is per oil change event. So if you look at, for this specific example, I think there's about 350 pieces of equipment in theirs. Um, they're typically doing about three oil changes a year for equipment based on their preventative maintenance schedule. So if they looked at this, $220, they're doing three a year, so 660 is what it could save per equipment. Now they sell this kit then for 650 and made $10. So, it helps you on your pricing when you're talking with your customer of how you should, what kind of value they can see from that kit. But then it also shows when they see a, a larger price tag for an entire system, it helps you back that up of saying, well, look how much you're actually saving with this. So with the information you need to get, um, it's good to get clarification with the customer uh, that they understand those values that are driving this. Um, it's just a good uh, conversation tool. And that 220 is great. Um, but again, there's also a lot of other benefits that we could have put into an actual value proposition, but it's the safety, um, reducing damage to your equipment for stripping the oil plug. There's a lot of different benefits in there that you can talk to your customer about. And again, a lot of the current customers that you're dealing with right now could use this system. It uh, spread across all the different markets that you're in right now. Go to a few of them. So rental companies, that's a large one. They're concerned about uptime. They always have good preventative maintenance schedules. Um, they have that central shop. A lot of them have that loop, um, those loop trucks to go out on site, 
or their equipment. Uh, they're the ones keeping up on the maintenance. It's sometimes on the user. A lot of times it's on that rental yard because that's just another add-on service they have. So if you can make it easier for them, um, instead of changing 10 pieces of equipment a day, and now they can change 20, um, that's a large savings for them. They're still charging the same amount, but their technician is getting a lot more done. So you want to focus on faster. It's a lot faster process using this. It's standard. You can get through more oil changes um, per day per technician. If you're working with OEMs, so they're not the ones doing the oil changes. So it could be a harder sell or just a little bit different avenue that you have to focus on because they're not seeing that financial benefit um, immediately from all that cost savings and labor reductions. So, but they want their equipment to be easy to use. So. Highlight being a cleaner. They can use it as a value proposition. So you could focus on this one is cleaner, it's better for the environment, um, better for the technicians, um, eliminating those oil spills. Everyone wants to be environmentally friendly. Um, it's a cleaner option if they choose this piece of equipment. And then when you're looking at heavy equipment, a lot of this is operating far away from um, any kind of hospitals or anything uh, to protect the workers or to help them out um, in need of an emergency. So you can focus on that it's a lot safer. Now you're not crawling underneath the machine, you're not driving it up on a hill and crawling underneath it, you're not going into the machine, you're reducing all the risk of spills as well as all working with that hot oil. So you can focus on the safer aspect. There's going to be hurdles. And I'll show you that they're just small hurdles. First one uh, that we hear a lot from customers, so I'm just going to go over a couple examples of hurdles that we've seen. Um, first one, they have an underground pit, so it's just a lot easier for them to use. They've already put the financial investment <coughs> into it. So when we're talking to them, um, the things that we've highlighted is, well, is it easier to work without the barrel right there? You're not, you don't need to um, go underneath the equipment to use this. You don't have to. You can do other maintenance when you're doing that. You don't have to have a large barrel and gravity drain that oil. You have that large risk of spill still. Um, and then you can also talk about the contamination benefits. So um, if they're not focused on the safety aspects of that, you can focus on there's larger contamination potential. They're still refilling the filter. They still have all those open ports. They're doing all that other maintenance. So reduction in contamination is a goal with the quick fit. Another one we get, perform other maintenance during oil changes, so ease of scheduling for them. So with that, they're most likely not adhering to recommended oil change intervals, so that's a big thing. If you already have some, a piece of equipment in the shop, it makes sense to do all the maintenance that you're doing. Um, but with that, they, sometimes they're doing the oil changes not frequently enough, sometimes they're doing it way too frequent. Um, so that's just added cost for them. If they're doing it too frequently, that's just added cost. If they're doing it not enough, um, then they have risk of downtime and damage to that equipment. So with QuickFit, now you're saying, well, you don't have to worry about it. You're doing that whole oil change now in 15, 20 minutes. So it's not as big of a deal to schedule just an oil change for a piece of equipment. So adhere to those levels. Last one we hear is ripping off the oil pan. So you are uh, plumbing into the oil pan. So if you rip that hose off, you do have that potential for losing the oil. And you don't want to do that. Um, so with that, we've had some people install a ball valve down there. Um, you do still have the risk of them ripping off the ball valve, but 
The big thing with that uh, <laughs> is just being uh, sure when you're routing that hose, use that banjo, use a 90. Um, a lot of oil pans, because of this kind of concern, uh, they have a 45 degree angle. It's not always right at the bottom, so it makes it a little bit safer. So there's a lot of different options with that, but just kind of investigate how you actually install the system. And there are some alternatives out there. So your customers, um, this is an e-inversion. It's been around for a while, but you had to install their pump and use all that. So we're utilizing the offboard pump. It's stuff that they already have right now. They just have to install some hose and fittings and the quick fit valve. You have a lot of customers that just have a quick disconnect for their oil pan plug. And that's just ensuring that when they're evacuating the oil, they just have to quickly um, connect the hose. It's much easier for them to do that. So it's not the whole system that they get. They don't have the refill portion and all that contamination and other speed benefits. There is uh, UltraFlow is out there. Um, they need to buy a large piece of equipment in order to get that. Um, you're buying their reels, their pump, everything. Um, but they're doing the whole system. They purge the filter, they evacuate the sump, and they pre-fill through the filter. So they understand the benefit of that full system, but there's just a much larger investment um, for the end user. We do have a lot of marketing materials for this. We have a brochure. We've done case studies. We've done about seven blog posts heavily marketing this. So we're hoping that eventually your customers start coming to you um, for it. We've done qualified lead campaigns, done some voice of customers. We do have a designated website, parker.com slash quickfit. You can see a little animation of how the system works. Um, we have a video that we're reducing or that we're sending out um, pretty soon. We're just finishing with the editing. That'll show you how to use the system, um, kind of use it as a selling tool. So Bob, you just listed a whole bunch of mobile things. Does this have to go on mobile applications? No, definitely not. Uh, Matt, could we use this on a gen set? Yeah. W what about a hydraulic power unit? Oh, that'd be a great application. Maybe a compressor? Yeah. What about something in the injection molding? Oh, yeah. Good application. So basically, this could be on anything with an engine? Anything with an engine or a reservoir, and you, anything you're changing out fluid on a regular basis. So like you said earlier, we're not just talking oils. We're talking coolants. We're talking lubricants. We're talking anything fluid. Anything fluid. Yep. Change out a couple adapters. Make sure you have the right hose and fittings, and you're good to go. Cleaner. Faster, safer. The quick fit oil chain system.